Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at tommic.wixsite.com slash meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Welcome to Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons, and today we're going to be in the book of Proverbs 15. Amen. And we're just going to roll right along. Yes. Right? So we're just going to jump right into... Uh, Proverbs 15 and 1. Okay. We went through the first 14 chapters. We're halfway through. Just about halfway through. Halfway through. And we're going to uh, just keep on moving. So, Proverbs 15 and 1. And it starts out, A soft answer turns away wrath, uh -huh. but a harsh word stirs up anger. Stirs up anger. Mm. Now, this is a very interesting scripture. Because it says, a soft answer turns away wrath. That is true. Uh -huh. You can talk to somebody and say the same thing twice, but it's how you say it. Right. True. Stop jumping in the living room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stop jumping in the living room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then somebody tell you, don't yell at my kids. It's all in how you say it. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. That's true. Right? That's true. All in how you say it. It's all in how you say it. Mm -hmm. That's true. It's a way to do everything. Mm -hmm. This is where wisdom comes in at. But a soft word, it turns away wrath. So people are, are more prone to listen to you when you talk easy to them. Say that, say that. Because people feel bad when you start yelling at them like you want like they one of your kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. right? Right. Nobody likes to be yelled at. That's right. But sometimes some people just need to be yelled at. Because they don't listen. But it's a time and a place for all of that. Right? Right. Right. But a harsh word stirs up anger. Sometimes it does. Now, here's the interesting thing about the scripture. It says the software turns away wrath. That's true. Mm -hmm. But it never says if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It just tells you when you speak soft, no wrath comes. And then it says, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Mm -hmm. And it never tells you if that anger is good or not. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it's good to get somebody angry. Because they need to know this is it. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm getting angry. You should. Mm -hmm. Because you a mess. That's mm. it. Right? It makes people change. But here's the thing is. Proverbs is telling you to know the difference. Right. 
to know the difference. Uh huh. Know the difference. When you speak harsh to somebody, speak it in truth. Uh huh. And in love. It's a way to be stern and do it in love. And to just be yelling at people and then expect them not to say nothing. <laughs> uh -huh. That's true. Right? That's true. And then don't think all the time if you speaking soft to everybody, you won't get things done. Y'all stop running. Y'all play nice. Stop throwing that ball in the house. Y'all stop coloring the walls. That ain't gonna stop nothing. Right? Right. So we, we, we have to know the difference. When to use those things. Right. And to understand them. Two says, the tongue of the wise commends knowledge. But the mouth of fools pour out folly. So, and, and we talk about this, we talk about this often, and we see this often, where it says, a tongue of the wise commends knowledge. So people that speak wisely, you know, they love knowledge right because when you are somebody who speaks with wisdom wisdom wants to know more wisdom mm -hmm. uh -huh. so people who use wisdom wants more of it right and not only do they want it they heed it uh-huh it says but the mouth of fools pour out folly so the mouth of fools, fools, people, they just say anything. Mm -hmm. They say anything. You can expect any answer to come out of there, anything. <laughs> say them whatever. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be those type of people where when we speak, everything is, is, is you know, when we speak, we don't know what we're talking about and we just say any old thing. Mm -hmm. Just to be heard. You don't want to be that people. Right. Three says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place. The eyes of the Lord are in every place. Sometimes we think, and we talked about this today in Sunday school, we just think sometimes that the Lord don't see stuff. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know why we think we can hide from God. The eyes of the Lord are in every place. He can watch on evil and good. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Now, if the scripture says he's keeping watch on evil and good, that means when you do it evil, he see that too. Right. But the thing is, we forget when we do good, we, we also think that God don't see that either. Uh -huh. You know, there's a lot of times we do good things and we just think God didn't see it. And we still feel bad. For it says, a gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. Right? A gentle tongue is a tree of life, 
When you have a gentle tongue, that means you know how to speak to people. You 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 speak life into folks. You want to be a person that speaks life into people, right? It says, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. And when we and, and perverse people just say anything. And they, they do anything, they say anything, and it breaks people's spirits. Right. You'd be scared to talk to some of these folks. Right. Because you know they're going to say something crazy. <laughs> Five says, A fool despise his father's instruction, but whoever heeds reproof is prudent. A fool's a despises his father's instructions. You get instructions from your father, your dad, any kind of um, uh, male leader in your life, any kind of leader in your life, and they're giving you good knowledge and, and wisdom about things. It's in your best interest to listen to them. You know, Everybody has some kind of mentor or somebody in their life that they should listen to. Nobody should be out there willy-nilly that don't listen to nobody. Right, right. Hmm. right. Uh, God, I, I just hear from God. Mm-hmm. But you're crazy. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you hearing from more than just God. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You don't have nobody honing you in. Right. Right. God speaks to us in a lot of ways. And God speaks to us through one another. Right? Through prophecy, through dreams. We, and, we, and he has interpreters for those things. That's right. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. So it says, but whoever heeds reproof is prudent. So when you heed the reproof, you know, somebody tell you something, and it's for your own good, you know. Mm-hmm. It says you heed that. Mm-hmm. And that's a prudent person. That's a patient person. That's a person that you can talk to, listen to, and understand, you know. Mm-hmm. And we have to be that kind of person, uh-huh. you know, where we can take criticism. Mm-hmm. And not only take it, but put it to work in your life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know. That's right. Make it work in your life. Six says, in the house of the righteous, there is much treasure. Uh-huh. But trouble befalls income of the wicked. When you are living a righteous life, and it may not seem like it to you, when you live in a righteous life, you have enough money. You have enough resources. God makes sure of it because you're a righteous person. You know? I might not have everything I want, but I have everything I need. Right, right. Uh huh, uh huh. You see? Right. It says, but trouble befalls the income of the wicked. Because even if you have a lot of money, but you're a wicked person, you can have trouble with that. Because. Because of the way that you got your money, or whatever, it's going to come back to haunt you. It's going to come back on you. And, and we read earlier how 
God sees evil people just as he sees the good people. You got to pay for that stuff. You getting all of these cars and houses and all this stuff from drug money and doing things that is not of God. God is the one who allowed you to have it and he will take it from you. And, 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 and the and the problem is we believe that we get these things on our own without God. You can't get anything in this world without God. So when you accumulate things and you don't give God his due, you're going to have to pay for those things. That's right. One way or the other. Right? That's right. Seven says, The lips of the wise spread knowledge. Not so the heart of fools. God makes it where, if you, the lips of the wise, they spread knowledge. So if you're a wise person, God will make it a point to allow you to spread the knowledge of him. Right? Mm -hmm. But he says, but not so much the food, the hearts of fools. Because if God know in your heart that you're not who you claim to be, you say you're a man of God, a woman of God, and you're doing all this, that, and the other, and all this extra stuff, that ain't gonna last long for you. It's been a many a day I have seen people that are calling themselves in Christ mm -hmm. and the truth comes out mm -hmm. and they fall yeah. because they're, uh, what they put out there was not true right. and it never was truth. Yeah. It was a false narrative. And they didn't have God's, they didn't have God's heart in it from the beginning. Right? right? Mm -hmm. It says, the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. So, and, and you look at something like, and this scripture reminds me of, of Cain. You know, you a wicked person doing wicked things and then you try to sacrifice to the Lord. He don't recognize that. And see, this is how you can do the right things with the wrong spirit. Right? The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. But he loves him who pursues righteousness. Mm -hmm. I gotta say, you know, you might, you might not be the best person in the world in Christ, yeah. but he see you pursuing righteousness. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You see you eager to learn it. Mm -hmm. You're going the right way. And he said he loves him. Who pursues righteousness. Remember the scripture says. Seek ye the kingdom first. Mm -hmm. Seeking means you need to keep looking. Right. 
He didn't say find it. He says seek it. Because you'll never find it, but you can keep looking for it. Right. And you'll find pieces and clues everywhere. <laughs> right, right. That's right. Because you never learn it all. Right? Because Paul tells us we know in part. So you just keep on looking and kind of keep giving you clues. Right. And the more clues you get, the more tied in you get to God. That's how that works. 10 says, there is severe discipline for him who forsakes the way. Whoever hates reproof will die. It says, there is a, a, a severe discipline for him who forsakes the way. So if, that means if you knew the way, you knew better and you didn't do better. It's a severe punishment for that. And then he says, whoever hates reproof will die. If you hate reproof, people you just can't tell nothing to, you will die. When you're trying to, well, this is the way you, ah, you ain't got to tell me nothing. You don't know nothing. You can't tell me what to do. Okay. Scripture says you will die. When you just can't hear when somebody's trying to tell you something right. Right? Right. And we don't really get the fact that the 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 whole bottom line of this whole thing is get saved or die. That's right. Right? That's right. This is, it, it's just as simple. Right. 11 says, Sheol and Abaddon lie open before the Lord. How much more the heart of children of men? Sheol and Abaddon lie open before men. So how much more the hearts of the children of men? Uh-huh. So if, if hell is open for everybody to just jump in, how much more for the people who are in Christ that God, that they call his children? Mm -hmm. Right? Right. 12 says, a scoffer does not like to be reproved. He will not go to the wise. Somebody who always talking about folks mm -hmm. and always got something to say about everything. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It says they don't like reproof. They don't want to hear about nobody and nothing else. Mm -hmm. They like to talk about people, but they don't want to be talked about. Mm -hmm. Right. 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 They got something to say about you, but you can't say nothing about them. <laughs> and say these type of people, they won't go to the wise. Uh huh. They ain't going to never go to nobody wise. They're going to always go to people of the world. They're going to talk to worldly people about worldly stuff. Right. They ain't going to talk to somebody that got some sense. <laughs> 13 said, a glad heart makes a cheerful face. But by sorrow of heart, the spirit is crushed. A glad heart makes a cheerful face. Mm -hmm. 
right? If you happy in your heart and you glad in your heart, it's going to show on your face. Right. You can't be miserable in your heart and then and show on your face that you... People going to look at you, you like, hey, they like, something wrong. What's wrong with you? Right. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Mm. No, it's something. Because uh -huh. <laughs> people in Christ, you're not going to be able to fool them. People that's truly in Christ, they're going to be able to tell there's something wrong with you. I don't care how, how wide your smile is. Uh -huh. It's going to look creepy. It's going to wild. The more you smile, the creepier it looks. Like, what's wrong with you? Okay. Nothing. Uh -uh. I'm okay. Uh -uh. No, something's wrong with you. What's the matter? But by sorrow of heart, the spirit is crushed. Uh-huh. But by sorrow of heart, the spirit is crushed. Mm -hmm. Right? And we have to we hate to see people's uh uh spirit be crushed because they so upset, you know. And then it's like what do you do about that when you see somebody who's crushed? You know, mm -hmm. the spirit is crushed to that point where they sorrow of heart. Uh -huh. You know they're going through so bad. You know, and that's when we, that's when we pray. And then it's like, well, I just pray for them. No, pray with them. Right. You know, too many times we tell people we'll pray for you. But I, I tend to tell people I will pray <laughs> with you. I'm not going on your behalf without you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I need to go with you. Uh-huh. In prayer. I want to go with you in prayer. Let's go together. Mm -hmm. I say we're two or three together, right? Mm -hmm. So I need I need him to be with us. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's go together. Even if you don't say nothing, we're gonna hold hands and you're gonna be in this prayer with me. Fourteen says, "The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouths of fools feed on folly." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge. So, if you have an understanding heart, you're going to seek knowledge. You're going to find out what's going on. Somebody who has a really good understanding on things, right? You gotta. You have really good understanding. You're going to want to seek more. Right. So when people have issues and problems, you're gonna ask the right questions. Uh huh. So you can get the right answers. A lot of times we try to pray for people, and we don't get. Um, we we don't pray the right prayer because we don't know what to pray. Because right. we don't ask the right questions to find out what to pray. Right. right. That's true. You see, so the heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge. You're going to ask the right questions when you have a good understanding about things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. And that, and that comes from a spiritual discernment. Right. You have to have discernment when you're dealing with people, when you're dealing with your own situations. You have to understand the situation. You cannot deal with a situation in a godly manner without knowing the true underlining of that situation. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You have to know what you're dealing with. Right. So, 
we really have to dig into understanding and seeking knowledge in our lives about the things that's going on in our own lives and when we're dealing with other people. Right, right. Seek the knowledge. That's why I don't, you know, and you hear people uh, pray for me. What you want, what you want me to pray for? No, just just keep me in prayer. Mm. About what? Mm. You need to tell me what you need prayer for. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's just an unspoken prayer. Okay, well, I will not speak it. Mm. Until you tell me what it is you need prayer for. Right? Right? right. I mean, because what, what am I going... <laughs> it's like when you go into your boss... And so one of your friends at your job say, I need you to go talk to the boss for me. And you'd be like, okay, what you want me to say? No, just go to him and talk to him. About what? Yeah. So you go to your boss and what you going to say? Well, such and such told me to come here and talk to you. About what? Huh? You don't know. Because they didn't tell you nothing. So if you can't do that in the natural, how much more do you think you can do that in the spiritual? Right. I need to know what it is you need prayer for. Right. Uh -huh. You asking me to go to God right. on your behalf. Right. So I'm going to go into my spiritual closet, talk to God mm. about what? Right. About you. Uh -oh. <laughs> right? I need to know. So, mm -hmm. This is what this is about. Uh -huh. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge. And we don't seek knowledge enough about situations in our lives and the situations of these people that we're dealing with to help them. Because sometimes we help people in their bad situations and make it worse because we didn't truly understand what it was all about. Right? Right. Well, why you didn't tell me that? I didn't think I needed to. And now you didn't got yourself in some mess. Right? Because knowledge was not seeked. Right. Understanding was not truly there. Right. It says, but the mouth of fools just feed on folly. Uh, they just feed off of dumb stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Right. And then you think about all kind of dumb stuff that they can happen in this world. It's just, you know, looking on TikTok feeds and Ooh. people just feed off mess. Right. That's true. That's true. I mean, I, I can't even tell you for the last week or so how much stuff is being plastered all over the internet about Will Smith and Chris Rock. It's just mess. Yeah. And people love it. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and it's sad that we look at people's um, downfalls and then just glorify it and, and make it and, and amplify it. Right. You helping put that mess out there. It's, it's sad. It's really sad that. It, People of God even even got in the mix of talking about it. Mm. I've seen bishops and pastors and they weigh in on all of that stuff. And they ain't got nothing to do with godly things. Mm. It's worldly mess that we as people of God have no place even talking about it. 
saying. The mouth of fools feed feed on folly. And folly is somebody's downfall. Feed on it. Fools feed on it. Fifteen says, All the days of the afflicted are evil. All the days of the afflicted are evil. Right? But the cheerful of heart has a continual feast. So all the days of the afflicted are evil. People that are afflicted with stuff, all their days going to be evil. Why? Because they, they allowed themselves. They're not in Christ, for one. So you're going to keep on falling into stuff. All kind of afflictions will keep coming. Every time it looked like you're going up, and it talks about this actually in Deuteronomy, mm -hmm. um, it, where you think you'll be getting up there, and then everything seems to be going fine, and then all of a sudden they come crashing down. Yeah. And then you'll start getting some more stuff, and everything will start looking up, and then it'll come crashing down. You'll never get over the hump because you refuse to look at the God that is going to get you over the hump. That's right. That's right. God is the only God that can get you over the hump. Right? That's right. It says, but the cheerful of heart has a continual feast. That's why when you go to work and you are happy as a as a believer and you'll see people just miserable and wondering why you're so happy. Because every day is a continual feast to you. You're good to go. Right? That's right. But these people who will not show God his due, they will not turn to God. Right? They won't make Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior. They're going to keep on running into afflictions. And they're going to keep on having problems. And this is why I keep telling everybody to please, please make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Yeah. Repent of your sins and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you for all the blessings that you have given us in these scriptures as we get the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of what we are reading. Father, we thank you for these um, understanding and seeking knowledge and understanding wisdom. Father, we thank you and praise your name. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, amen. Stay blessed and faithful.